I'm at the Giant Dwarf Theatre talking to Maddie Parker, Claire Kavanagh and Laura Hart. And we're talking about the ITS's upcoming fourth birthday celebration. Coming up to the uh, fourth birthday, um, Confetti Gun are going to be doing a show which is going to be fabulous. I'm directing a couple of shows. This is the second year we'll be doing a show called Girls to the Front, which has a slight change up in the cast every year and we have a special guest and that is for you know an all-female show as well and obviously Girls to the Front being a reference to Kathleen Hanna at one of her gigs telling all the men to get back and all the women to come to the front of the stage. So that's a really, really fun uh, show and it's a great opportunity to get a bunch of great female comedians and improvisers together. Last year when we did it, um, the special guest was Susie Youssef, which was a real treat because obviously she does improv and stand-up comedy and sketch. And theatre now. And theatre now, yeah, she does everything. And this year um, we'll be doing it with Bridie Connell as our special guest, obviously having worked with her before with Confetti Gun, that's really exciting. And then we're also doing a show called Camp Camp, which is uh, a queer show. Um, I was really inspired by a queer show that I was in in New York, a queer improv show where we had a bunch of improvisers from all around the world we had never met before. We all identified very differently and we met up five minutes for the first time before our show, said our names and then they introduced us onto the stage and that was one of the most terrifying moments of my life. But it was amazing. It was so supportive and so freeing and fun. So I tried to bring a little bit of that magic back to Sydney and to really have a mix of up-and-coming improvisers. For a couple of the improvisers, this will be one of their first shows. And then I've had some other really experienced improvisers as well. We've got men and women and non-binary performers and people who identify as gay and bisexual and the whole spectrum. Not necessarily to make the show about our sexualities but Mm. to be in an environment where we're standing up and we're proud of how we identify and we're giving space to those voices. So I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to be a killer show. So we all met doing Confetti Gun which we've done for two and a half years. Two and a half years and so we've done a bunch of shows together which is really fantastic. We were one of the first troops to come out of Improv Theatre Sydney I think to start performing together and start doing shows regularly and we have been to the Del Close Marathon which is in New York City and done performances there. We as one of the longest running kind of alumni troops of uh, Improv Theatre Sydney were asked to close the first night of the birthday festival which was really exciting. I think the other thing that's worth saying about us is that we're a little bit more unusual. We're a kick-ass group of funny women and we kind of started because when we all sort of came up in improv there was just like less women not that it wasn't like you know all of our teachers were very supportive of women it was just mainly men and we kind of had been going through classes and you know performing at uni with a lot of dudes so we kind of just wanted to perform with a bunch of amazing women and now it's actually really cool that there's a lot of more women and you know like the it's faculty and ensemble is I think more than 50% women and a lot of the graduates are like uh, there's lots of, of women but that's a really big thing for us to start is like how can we be supportive interesting new voice on the improv stages I don't know for us it was like a great way of developing our comedic voices in like a unique way and now it's just kind of a bunch of good pals who 
happen to not be men, I guess. And <laughs> thing. We're quite lucky, I think, in that we haven't needed necessarily to be trailblazers within yeah. Prop Theatre Sydney because it's an incredibly supportive and diverse community that works really hard to foster foster safety and community and diversity amongst everyone and to find a place for everyone within the community. So you see that ITS is like a catapult for young uh, comedians to get into the industry. I would say improv, so there's multiple people on the stage, you're exchanging dialogue, it's kind of, it's a little bit like role playing, right? So yeah. you're making stuff up with other people in collaboration. Yeah. I like to kind of think of it sometimes as like sketch comedy that is written while we're doing it. So yeah. sometimes it's like more sketches and like, and sometimes it is more theatrical and like narrative based. I think the thing that we all really love about it and that is a big part at its is that it's very collaborative. And you can do solo improv, but we don't. And we do it very much that about everybody supporting each other and coming up with ideas on the fly and like holding up those ideas as being mm. awesome. Because it can be quite an amazing experience getting up on a stage with absolutely nothing prepared and you just you're standing opposite someone and you look in their eyes and you know that everything you need is there and together you're going to create something wonderful that'll only happen once and it'll disappear at the end of the show and it'll never be seen again it's fresh it's spontaneous yeah. comedic improvisation is not as common as stand-up and i don't think the audience know what to expect but it actually lives in that world really nicely. Improv and stand-up comedy can live in mm. harmony very well and mm. that's why ITS has obviously started to teach stand-up as well as teaching improvisation. Mm. And we have a lot of stand-up comedians and actors come through and do the improv courses because it gives you just incredible mm. skills to be able to think on your feet, react to an audience, be fresh and in the moment and that can be applied to so many different art forms. It is interesting and relevant that you mention acting as well because I think improvisation occupies this liminal space kind of between traditional comedy and traditional theatre and you can go a much more kind of comic route with it or you can go a more theatrical route mm. and so yeah a lot of actors take our classes to improve their spontaneity and mm. acting but we also have done shows that look a little bit more like theatre mm. so for instance at the Sydney Fringe Festival this year ITS put on a show called A Streetcar Named Hot Tin Menagerie which Sorry. was an improvised play in the style of Tennessee Williams so over an hour we created a story and characters completely from scratch all in the kind of post-war American Deep South that was definitely more theatrical than comic and there were comic moments but it was there were some really beautiful honest raw emotional moments in there as well and that was programmed as part of the queer um, programming for the fringe mm -hmm. um, obviously Tennessee Williams being a queer playwright mm -hmm. and that was really interesting as well to on a lot of the nights what there were queer storylines and queer relationships happening and of course that's all being improvised, it's all mm. being in the moment. And as a queer performer, that was an incredible challenge and also very satisfying to be able to improvise those relationships and to feel very safe with the other improvisers on stage and but also to be looking at what queer relationships were like. And so exploring the complexities of maybe not being able to be open about your relationship or the difficulties socially around that and to be improvising. It's very hard, but it feels great when it works. And I guess it has a lot to do with confidence as well. And the more you do it, the more confident you're going to get. 
and feeling safe with your ensemble or your troupe. And that's a big thing, I think, that like um, that, that that is about improv is that you you want to do it with the same group of people, and because that does build like trust. And as Maddie said, you look into someone's eyes and say, and you're like, oh, we've got this. So you haven't planned it, but you know exactly what's going to happen. And I think. Um, we've definitely found that with Confetti Gun, and I find that like playing with the ITS ensemble and, and all of that like is really um, trusting. And, and almost, I want to go to your original question about like, um, like is that where the future like like is that, does, it, does it foster a lot of like young comedians? And I mm. think that it's really interesting because you look at a lot of the people who have gone through it, um, and a lot of our peers, and everybody's making, as Maddie said, because it's like this it straddles like between stand-up, like traditional comedy and traditional theatre, you have all of these really interesting, fresh, artistic voices making stuff that doesn't necessarily fit into either box. And so I think that because improv is all about collaboration and just being like, yeah, let's just give it a go, let's just see what happens, all of this new kind of comedic theatre is coming up, which is cool. Now, has being queer or just being a woman ever limited you on your comedy endeavours? I wouldn't say limited. As a woman, there have just been times where other people have limited what I can do, yeah. right? So I've yeah. been boxed into particular roles, you know, endless mothers, wives, girlfriends, and even, like, the odd, really humiliating moment on stage. I was once picked up like a sack of potatoes, hoisted over someone's shoulder, and then spanked on the butt what? in front of a lot of people. Which was awful and, wow. you know, not comfortable, but you learn from it in a horrifying way and everything that happens like that makes you stronger and tougher and kind of just you double down on, no, I'm here and I'm entitled to be here as well. It just pushes you. And I think all being teachers now, we have this great position where we're able to teach the next up-and-coming comedians and to give them these tools that I wish someone had told me, which is about really being able to stand up for yourself and that it's okay to say no and to have boundaries and to really set those. I think that, again, the amazing thing about improv is because you are building those stories. When I started, I was like, I'm going to be an actor. And you're like, oh, okay, but no one wants to cast me. That's the cool thing about improv, right, is that you are writing the stories as you go. And so as a queer woman, I can cast myself as a queer woman on stage. I can yeah. cast myself as an old man. I can cast myself as a little baby. So in that way, I actually find that my identity, rather than being limiting, allows me to say to an audience, hey, like, here's a perspective maybe you haven't thought about because in our theatrical and comedic canon, we just don't get to see these stories on stage. And also because I think people are now more conscious of being like, we don't want to just have a bunch of white straight dudes on stage. It actually has given me a lot of opportunities in that I've been really lucky that people have been like, who's around? And I'm like, hello. <laughs> so it, it's kind of pushed me in that way. It sucks in some ways, but I think it's been really, really great in others. I think yeah. that's definitely why I've been drawn to comedy mm. because doing stand-up and doing a few stand-up sets, I was able to talk about my experiences and to kind of frame it in a really tongue-in-cheek and dark way to discuss the difficulties that come with being a queer woman. But I really believe in the power of humour. I think it's really so empowering. Powerful. And yeah. as someone who, in my day job, I work in casting, and so I have a real insight into how limiting that can be at times. And I, I love being able to take to the stage in improv and in stand-up and 
to and to cast like Claire said cast yourself in whichever role you want to play I think a lot of improvisers and a lot of comedians have struggles with mental health for myself <laughs> having really severe anxiety it was incredibly difficult I stopped being able to perform on stage because I was having panic attack improvisation taught me how to be in the moment and to be vulnerable to think on my feet to have trust with other people. So all of those skills that I was building were helping with my anxiety and also just the power of humour to build resilience and to connect with other people. I was just noticing the amazing result that I was having in my life. I think I just had this light bulb moment, which a lot of people have had. There have been some great studies about improvisation and comedy and mental illness. Mm. Um, but just as a really fun, social connected way to to practice mindfulness i love connecting with people and laughing and <laughs> we're in a park and the dog has just approached us <laughs> which is actually really funny because for the first time oh, no. ever as part of the it's birthday show i'm doing a show with a dog with my dog how on earth did that come about? Yeah, that's a great question. I am really interested in pushing the boundaries of what you can do as a comedian and with improvisation. I thought it was a funny and weird idea and I thought there's no way that it could work and then they programmed it and so we will see. It's a great experiment. Um, I'm really looking forward to it because it's very unpredictable. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. She doesn't do any tricks. She's, she's not a special dog, but, <laughs> but I think it'll be really silly. The ITS fourth birthday celebration is going to be from the... Thursday the 29th through to Sunday the 2nd of December. Every night for four nights, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And there's about seven or eight shows a night four nights more even. There's more so many. There. you can get a pass for the whole festival or just for single nights or single shows I recommend the whole festival pass because every single show is going to be so good there's such an incredible range of stuff on yeah we've got confetti gun we've got girls to the front camp camp we're doing our Tennessee Williams show again there's a wacky Eastern European game show there's, there's a bunch of grad, like new graduates doing shows it's amazing mm -hmm. it's a whole mix it's fantastic and this is at the Giant Dwarf Theatre yes. yes and it shows starting at 7 7 p.m. 7 and I think the last one starts at like 10 p.m. so oh. there's like any time of the night time for, for everyone awesome well best of luck with the show girls thank you thank you, thank you. and uh, thanks very much for your time thank, thank you thanks for having us